to state that the financial industry is dominated by men is, I believe, an understatement. Whether you are looking at the banking industry, accounting, hedge funds, stock market, crypto market, property development, or even looking at people talking about financial matters on YouTube, there is no argument about it. It is a space that is mostly dominated by men and women are and continue to be underrepresented in the financial world. Making money and financial matters a topic that has become designed to appeal to men. So in my opinion, when it comes to discussing money, women tend to become very uncomfortable and sometimes even afraid to contribute to the conversations because it's a, it's a topic that I believe women don't understand. <laughs> and of course, humans, as humans, we tend to not like what we don't understand. I am that friend that has become, of course, known for talking about money matters. And when the subject of money comes up, I often cringe internally when I often hear, oh, my partner handles all the money stuff. I don't have to worry about that. <sighs> Ladies, I cannot begin to tell you how concerning comments like that are to me. And it concerns me because you have forgotten your worth, your value and your right for autonomy and independence. So in this episode, I'm talking about why women are afraid of money matters and how we can begin to turn the narrative around. My mission for this podcast is to normalize conversations about money mindset and wealth creation. My mission is to educate both women and men on how to make money work for them by teaching them how to better manage their money, develop a strategy for money mindset and how to create long-term wealth. My vision is to help people develop a confident and strong relationship with their money. But as I know, my content will mostly appeal to women. I'm going to say, okay, ladies, let's go. Mindset Matters podcast, an audible experience to inspire, inform and reignite your curiosity and confidence on the subject of money. I'm your host, Anna Pereira, and I teach women how to make money work for them whilst growing a positive money mindset and developing their own financial intelligence. I'm here to share with you what I know about retiring early and building long-term wealth. Hello there, beautiful one. As always, I am so glad to have you here and so thankful to you and those of you who have messaged me and have been sharing this podcast with your friends and with your family. I am forever, forever grateful for that. <laughs> Today, I am discussing the reason I believe women are afraid of money. And the irony is that it's a conversation that I've been a little afraid to talk about because it's one that I think that might be a little bit triggering for a few people. But I had to remind myself of one thing. I did not start this podcast to stay warm and fluffy and serve up vanilla content. I started this podcast to make the conversation of money one that more women become comfortable having 
And it is only through the discomfort that we will find clarity and comfort. And girl, I do know about uncomfortability because I have really been trying my best to put myself out there on social media and trying my best to show up on on highlights and um, and the stories and all those things. So you know, I understand that it's 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 a hard process for me. But uh, when I look at social media accounts, you know, I see people only talking about money. Um, And I find that the women are talking about budgets, saving money and how to manifest more abundance. And then the the men are the social media accounts that I follow that have a male uh, perspective. They're mostly talking about investing in economics and wealth building. We have grown up in a world where girls are told that if they work hard and meet the right boy, then they might be really lucky and marry a rich and successful man. And you know what? Boys are told to work hard and make the right, make the right contacts and that, that that might help them become rich and successful. You know, and they'll have all the girls lining up for them. Or, you know, to go to university, get a good job, buy a house, save for retirement. That's the messages that honest that really boys and girls are being told today. The messages we received in our childhood became our unconscious beliefs and ideals. These are the ideals then that we grow up believing in. The stories that tell young girls that the man is the breadwinner and we are the caregivers and the nurturers. That we don't need to worry about money because we just need to find ourselves a man to take care of us. You know, and this, of course, doesn't come as a surprise because women only became part of the workforce in the 1970s. So it's no wonder that when I talk to women about money, that they either become very curious to know what I know or they become really uncomfortable and question what I know, given that I'm not a financial advisor, planner or hold any kind of degree relating to the financial world. And how is it that I've accumulated the wealth that I have? Um, And why wouldn't they? You know, money is still seen as a man's world. The finance industry is still predominantly a male-driven and male-led industry. So I made the decision long ago to no longer allow the schooling that I received interfere with my own education. And for me, that changed the game. I went down the rabbit hole, (laughs) as they say, and this is what I found. The reason women are so uncomfortable and scared and confused by money matters and anything related to money is because the language of money was created for men by men, <laughs> for by men, for men, I should say. And I believe that money is, of course, just a form of energy. But for too long, this world, our world, has had an imbalance of masculine energy in the space of financial and money matters. But that doesn't mean you are not worthy or able to understand how money works, how the financial world works and operates and what the bloody hell do all the acronyms that they use mean. Words like GDP, CPI, PE ratios, ROI, LVR. I'm sure I've confused you already, but believe me, when I entered into this world, um, those were all the questions that I sort of, you know, had to stop and write down and Google and research what that meant and how that affected one thing and the other thing. So when it comes to money, women and men, I think, also have very different mindset. Our brains are actually wired differently. A man's brain 
compartmentalizes things, whereas a woman's brain is connected to everything. This is why we are such great multitaskers, because our brains are able to have one thought and then have 20 other subthoughts or be able to jump from one topic to another, something that I am actually very well known for doing. We can be, you know, putting a recipe together whilst, you know, being on the phone and then also listening to our kids argue outside over whose turn it is next. Something that happens in my household all the time. We have so much going on in our day to day that most of us are just trying to keep ourselves, you know, out of feeling overwhelmed. So when someone, of course, then approaches us, you know, about a topic or a subject that we know very little about, you know, that topic is, go- is going to trigger some very uncomfortable emotions and our brain kind of goes, uh, no, not another thing. So for me personally, when I began researching about money and the ways that my conscious or unconscious beliefs affected my decisions around money and what was possible for me, I knew two things. <laughs> One, I wanted to change the narrative for myself and for my families and my family's future generations and two I knew that I had a lot of work to do and I wanted of course to do it all at once and ironically that's also another way in which the female and male brains are different women you typically um and yes I'm generalizing here want to do all the things you know all at once so when I recognized that about myself, I knew that in order to really create and make a permanent change around my mindset, I needed to look at things differently. So if you resonate with my story and are in a place in your life where you have become aware that you also want to change your mindset around money and what is possible, then girl, I am so excited for you because today I view money and wealth as empowering tools that um, assist us in creating more of what we want in the world and becoming more of the type of people we want to show up as. I dug up uh, one of my favorite quotes specifically for this um, episode from my favorite life coach, um, which is Brooke Castillo. Her podcast is called The Life, the life Coach School or the life, yeah, the life Coach School. And she says, money makes us more of who we are. So I wanted to share with you a couple of steps that I think really helped me change that mindset of, um, you know, I struggle with money, I'm scared of money, to money works for me, I love money. I've also just released a new ebook, Money Mindset Matters, and this is going to be, it. this is a six-part guide to helping people who want to achieve a more abundant relationship with their money. So here are my three tips for today. So number one, you need to become aware of the thoughts or phrases that you catch yourself saying internally or even out loud. So that's things like instead of saying, I just spend so much money, I just spent so much money on XYZ, say I just invested so much money on XYZ. I, something I began to do was I often carry a notebook and when I catch a new thought pop up um, that I think isn't very helpful or in alignment to how I wish to feel about money, I write that down then and there. And then at night I go back into my notebook, 
I read it back to myself and I rewrite the sentence in a, in a new phrase that is and does feel in alignment with how I want to feel about money. I say it to myself three times in order to try and then commit that to my memory. Number two, you need to make making time for money a priority. So the same way we are conditioned to schedule in our hair appointment, nails, lashes, chiro, dentist, Botox appointments, you need to get the to a point um, where you prioritize sitting down, even if it's just for 15 minutes, uh, and check in with your money. You know, so make that, add that check in with my money as a mental list of things to do in your day-to-day life. So for me initially, and before I even got married, I used to have a spreadsheet because girl, who doesn't love a good spreadsheet? And I would keep this on my desktop so that every time I would open up my laptop, I would see it there. And my payday for me growing up was always the 15th of every month. And so that would be the day that I would spend literally 15, 20 minutes just going over what was going, what was coming in and what was flowing out. And I did that every single month. Until I, you know, reached whatever goals I had, you know, I started out by by having a goal of I wanted, you know, a car, and so I bought a ten thousand dollar car. I paid it off within twelve months. That was a lot, considering when I started, um, you know, in the travel industry, I was making twenty four thousand a year. So half, more than half, sometimes, of my whole wage was was going to just paying off that that loan. Um, and then today, even after I've got even after now that I'm married, I still continue to use my spreadsheets and and my husband and I have a monthly or sometimes even quarterly money meetings. And of course, really, it's just an excuse for us to go out to lunch or have a dinner date. But we, we take this opportunity to talk about our money goals, where we are at with our um, own individual projects or businesses, how our money plan is tracking, what's changed, what's working, what you know, what perhaps we need to do better. We treat our money meetings like business meetings, which I think is really important because it ensures that we always remain on the same page and that uh, our focus and our goals remain aligned. I think it's also really been so helpful in just allowing us to keep that consistency and just feel a deeper connection with each other as well. So number three, you need to retrain your brain. So retrain your brain from thinking, I need to know and do all the things to what do I want to learn about this month? I have had an addictive personality all my life and I am totally guilty of shiny thing syndrome. So I absolutely struggle at times to remind myself that I don't need to know everything all at once because of course it becomes overwhelming and that's exactly what we are trying to avoid here, right? So you need to remember that it's not about doing all the things, but rather making small incremental changes that you can adapt and become part of your life. And for me, that looks like writing down all the things I want to learn about, then dedicating a month to that subject or to those um, areas of topic that I want to continue to research more about. 
So that whole month, perhaps I'll, I would borrow books from the library on my topic of choice. I would listen to podcasts during my drive that are specifically focused on that topic. I watch YouTube videos and I spend all my free time researching and deciphering anything that I didn't understand. I write down anything that I want to come back to or anything, you know, whilst listening or, um, or reading something that I'm like, oh yeah, that was a really good point. I write that down. And um, that's been actually really helpful for me because I cannot tell you how many notebooks I have on my table right now uh, because I'm also currently working on a framework for a cryptocurrency and property course that I would love to create and share with the world. And so my notes are everywhere. But um, look, honestly, these three simple steps and a few more that I obviously share in my ebook, uh, Money Mindset Matters, have been so instrumental in shifting my old money mindset and building the incredible relationship that I, I believe and I, and I feel that I have today with my money. So if you would like to purchase a copy of my ebook, Money Mindset Matters, you can visit my website, annapereira.com. So that's Anna, A-N-A dash P-E-R-E-I-R-A.com. I'll add that uh, link into the show notes for you to make it easier. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends and family. And if you share it on social media, please feel free to tag me in so that I may send you some love and gratitude. Before I love and leave you <laughs> and to leave you to get on with your day, I want to share that when I became aware that I wanted to change the narrative that women have been told for so long around money, I not only want more women to believe that they are smart enough to understand how money works, I want young women to grow up believing that they have the same opportunities as boys do to create wonderful, meaningful and conscious businesses. I want more women to make more money <laughs> because I really do believe that when women make more money for themselves and for their families, they create incredible freedom and abundance for not just themselves, but for their future generations. I truly believe it so deeply within my soul and being that when women begin to believe in themselves and begin to see their true worth, mm, oof, amazing things honestly do happen. This is why I have always continue to say that I am so grateful to have you here and so grateful that you are open to learning more and developing your own relationship with your beautiful money energy. So until next time, my friend, have a wonderful day and thank you for listening.